Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back in Better Than Ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on this Halloween edition. We have my hot takes and we'll have time for yours. Hembo went to the wedding, and I've got unsolicited advice for every general manager in the National Football League. It's a Monday. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Our one place to start every Monday. What a delight it is for me to be able to keep. What a luxury to have Ryan Clark and Rex Ryan hanging out after we finish up. Get up here with the one place to start brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And RC, coming off of what was a really interesting day in the NFL and night, and we can talk about the games individually. But I want to start big picture. If you look right now, the best team in the AFC is Buffalo, yep. otherwise known as the team that traded for Stefan Diggs, and it yep. kind of changed everything. The best team in the NFC is Philadelphia, also known as the team that traded for A.J. Brown, and it kind of changed everything. The defending Super Bowl champs, while they are currently struggling, were the Los Angeles Rams, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the team that made a move during the season to get Von Miller, that made the move during yeah. the season to get Odell Beckham. Is this a sign that with the trade deadline tomorrow, R.C., a championship could still be won in the next 28 hours. You know what? I believe that it can. And like I, I think we also have to look at teams like the Kansas City Chiefs who could still use another wide receiver. And so there are so many teams that are right in the hunt that are just a player away. And what we've seen from teams recently that become contenders is it's not necessarily just about who you draft, that it's probably easier to not have to depend on your talent evaluators to get the draft right and say, you know what? This dude in Tennessee is really good at receiving the football. I'm going to go give up some picks and pay him. This guy at Minnesota, who they think Adam Thielen is better than, so they made Adam Thielen the one, let's bring him over to Buffalo. And some of these teams have made decisions, whether it be in the offseason or during, during the season, that made them highly competitive, much like the Rams did with OBJ, and I think that somebody has to make a move today as well. Yeah, those, but these two players, though, were players that were in the prime of their career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to go get some old guy that, that's past his prime mm-hmm. to make a difference. You need to get a guy in the prime of his career. And so to me, I think that's super difficult, but it's funny how Greeny, you touched on it. Like, this seems to be the way to go. And you, you're, you're not... You know, hey, will this guy hit or whatever? These guys you know will hit 100% of the time. Um, you know, so to me, it's, man, it's crazy how, how you look at it. Is a guy like Bradley Chubb, is that going to be the guy yeah. that people go out and say, this is a, it's a pass rusher, but could he be the guy that makes a difference? I'm hearing people associate the Jets in the Bradley Chubb oh, conversation. So. We have seen the Jets make the aggressive move for the running back last week in James Robinson. Maybe they'll make one here, one way or another. L- l- let's focus on that for a moment. I-, I watched a lot of Rams 49ers yesterday. Christian McCaffrey, I think, R.C., it was you who said it. Because he was playing in Carolina, we've forgotten just how good this guy is. Does he make the 49ers the biggest threat to Philly in the NFC? You know what? I believe that he does. And also, you think about the way that he was used on Sunday. 
That's what Kyle Shanahan has to do with Christian McCaffrey. We've watched this team, whether it be Matt Breida, Raheem Mostert, we've seen running backs be successful in a traditional running back position with the San Francisco 49ers. But Christian McCaffrey is so far beyond that. And I think that shows where he rushes for a touchdown, catches a touchdown, and also throws one. The many ways that he could be utilized as a decoy and as the primary target on any play. And so with Kyle Shanahan and what he can do creatively, offensively, now with those pieces, we forget there was no decoy. Debo Samuel yesterday, and also defensively, a team that D'Amico Ryans is coaching and has them working perfectly together defensively. I think this team is the most complete team as far as one that could challenge against Philadelphia because they can stop them or play with them defensively, but also run the ball, and they have the talent on the outside to make plays. Yeah, here's the funny thing. I mean, they're they're four and four, but Greeny, I would say 100% yes. And because you have the number one defense in the NFC right there, your ability to get after the quarterback, close out games with a pass rush, and, and the fact you can now pound the football. And yeah. you're right, RC, no, no Debo Samuel. Did it look like it? Right. Garoppolo only threw like two or three incompletions the yeah. whole time. But here's the crazy thing. Seattle ain't going in. They're not going away. Yeah. Like, uh, like, how the heck Seattle's in first in that division? Like, it's crazy, but... Well, you Who coached knows? Geno Smith. You, you yeah. were the coach of the Jets when, when the Jets drafted him in the second round. And there were a million questions about him. Um, his, I, I've always said his two most memorable moments in the NFL until this year were getting punched in the face by his own teammate in a locker room uh, as a Jet and then getting the coach fired for playing him with the Giants. And, and that had more right. to do, obviously, with the benching of Eli Manning. But my point is, Geno Smith had very little upon which to hang his hat. And so I think there is... There, I don't care what else happens. There will be no more surprising, pleasantly surprising story in the entire sport this year than what Geno Smith is doing in oh Seattle. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're exactly right. I, I will say this. He also had a perfect quarterback rating my last game ever as a Jet coach. Yeah. So I remember that fondly. But this young man always had the ability. But now I'm seeing something that he never had. And it was really questionable when he came out of, out of uh, West Virginia leadership mm-hmm. and are you can did you see the way he took after Lockett dropped the pass it was extremely rare for a touchdown he went right over and said not only did he just say hey look I'm going to come back to you no no he got right in his face looked at him eye to eye man to man and and you could tell like he's got that kind of leadership in that locker room and who isn't pulling for this guy like it's impossible not to pull for him and and it, it's amazing all the steps that he took to get there But here's the other thing that I never saw in this guy. He always had arm talent. But this man leads the NFL in in completion percentage. He's accurate as hell right now. And here's the crazy thing. Oh, my gosh. You're thinking, well, he's just dinking and dunking. No, No, he is not. He is firing that ball down the field. And and to me, I think it's the greatest story. We haven't seen anything like this. The the guy was on the bench on different teams for almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And for him to, to come back and believe in himself, and I always go back to Ray Robinson. He said, to be a champion, you got to believe in yourself when nobody else will. And you know what, Geno Smith? Congratulations to you, the, the, my friend, because you actually are doing it. To, to Rex's point about what Geno Smith did with Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett, and he probably could have done it a different way, but he said, this is what happens when no particular person wants to credit. I'll give I'm playing. Okay. I have it. This was Tyler Lockett after the game yesterday. Uh, well, I think the biggest thing is um, it's amazing what we can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. 
That's yeah, what he and, said. And, and obviously, when you think about that, there's only one thing that's different about this offense. The old quarterback, who was Russell Wilson, is gone, and now Geno Smith is in. And it's not about killing Russell Wilson, but no one here has ever thought to themselves, oh, my God, Russell Wilson doesn't like attention. Right? We've mm-hmm. seen that. But with Geno Smith, I think Tyler Lockett understood that that moment between those two was a moment for those two. And yes, you're going to catch it on cameras, and Rex has an opportunity now to talk about it. But Geno Smith came to him in, sincer- in, in sincerity. Geno Smith came to him as a genuine friend and teammate. And not only did he go to him and say, I'm going to come right back to you, he went right back to him. And I think when you have a quarterback who believes in you that way, and that now you've ingratiated into this offense, into this building, into this organization for a player that at least from the outside seemed like he would be hard to replace, right? Like, like, like you, you thought to yourself, oh, my God, oh, my God, you lose Russell Wilson. You not only you lose a future Hall of Fame talent, you lose a leader. You lose a linchpin of a franchise. Geno Smith, at least this year so far, has seemed to be above who Russell Wilson was as a leader of that team. And to me, that is the largest shock. Well, look, we all thought the trade of Russell Wilson meant the Seahawks were rebuilding. Which no, seemed logical. Yeah, top five pick. It, it, it seemed like a perfectly reasonable thing yeah. to do under the circumstances. And now here they are in first place. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance gives you protection on the phone, online, or on the app 24-7 because things happen 24-7. Seven quote at progressive.com. I want to get in two more with you guys before I let you go. Both of them quarterbacks from last year's first round. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Justin Fields. Yes. As you watch him play right now against Dallas Rex, you know, sometimes for young quarterbacks in particular, you just sort of see a light go on. Now, sometimes that has to do with the coaches changing up what they're asking of him and that sort of thing. What are you? I know they lost yesterday. Yeah. What are you seeing from Justin Fields? Oh, I'm seeing him getting better and better and better and much better in the passing game. We always know that he has, he's got crazy athleticism, so he's going to help you in the running game. But I'm seeing him develop as a passer as well. Look, this team couldn't block me, all right, to, to, to start the season. And the kid never once complained. Nope. All right, he just goes back and fires. He got one receiver out there that we know his name. We don't know anybody else. Mm-hmm. And and to me, he gets better and better. And that this is going to be a scary guy because what happens if this team decides, you know what, we're going to go get our Stephon Diggs. We're yeah. going to go get an A.J. Brown for, for Justin Fields. That's the next step. I, I think that's yeah. they will have, I think, the most money of any team in the NFL this yeah. coming off season yeah, to spend. Right. Yeah, and, and that's the thing they have to do. You know, you have a, year, a GM who was in his first year, and he was kind of strapped where he couldn't make a ton of moves around Justin Fields. And we all thought this was terrible for the kid. We all feel that he was in the worst position. But now what you see that they're doing, at least schematically, is putting the football in his hands, letting him get outside the pocket, allowing him to use his athleticism. And the arm talent was always there. And so for Justin Fields right now, it's about finding a way to not ruin a young quarterback and give him an opportunity to see some success, and he's gotten that chance the last two weeks. It's really gotten better. You, I mean, yeah. you can see it as you watch. And you know the, fix, uh, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free, help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. I, as you can tell, I have been avoiding trying to get oh. to the jet game yesterday. 
um, because this this was a very frustrating day to be a fan of the Jets because the Jets are better than the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots have owned the Jets going back basically to the entirety of Bill Belichick's time there, and most of it it has been because the Patriots were a better team. That is not the case now, and it was not the case yesterday. And we can talk all we want about a call that a lot of fans didn't like. The reality is that call shouldn't have costed the Jets the game. If it did, shame on them. The reality is their quarterback cost them the game yesterday, Rex. That, that was very difficult to watch, what Zach Wilson did yesterday. What do we say about it today? Yeah, I just think Zach Wilson has to learn that, number one, your team's better than the other team. Like, you gotta, you got to think like that. Start thinking like that. Don't think that you're a team that can, you know, only won one or two games. Your team's much better than that now. And so quit being reckless with the football. And sometimes your best option is to take the incompletion, throw the thing out of, out of bounds, throw the thing in the stands. That's what you need to do instead of trying to think, I've got to make every, every play like I'm Brett Favre or whatever. You're not. And you know what? The Jets don't need you to be. We just got to get you better and better and learn from your mistakes. The thing that bothered me in that game during the course of the game, he threw the one horrendous interception and he followed it up with another one. Like learn from it, Zach. And that's what these young players for the Jets on offense in particular have to get better. But Greeny, it ain't all bad. The kid did throw for 355 yards against the New England Patriots. That's pretty good. They probably threw it a little too much for my liking, but – the other thing is, this team's 5-3 and three at the break. Mm-hmm. Would anybody have taken yeah. Jet fans? Would We'd all sign up for of that. Of course, that's a good and, point, And Rex. that's where we got to go. And look, the next time we play New England, let's beat them. It's just in a couple of weeks. But that, yes, but I, I actually tweeted yeah. all those things yesterday. So I agree with everything you just said. That said, the Jets are not winning the Super Bowl this year. Right. The most important thing they can do this year is develop Zach Wilson into a great quarterback. And yesterday felt like an alarming sign, RC, that he might be a guy who just doesn't get it. Like, we've seen great talent, yeah. quarterback, right. very talented, arm talent, all that stuff, who just kind of never got it. And yesterday scared me to death that he might be that guy. Yeah, I think it's one of those It's one of those games that becomes a, lit, a litmus test, right? You look at this game and you think about you're playing the New England Patriots as a quarterback that's drafted in your class, and you have the better team. And so I think that's where the harsh comparison comes in, that Zach Wilson, you actually don't have to do more. You don't have to put your team in a bad position. And anytime I get a young, talented player, I always listen to who their favorite player was. When, or who they model their game after. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that Zach Wilson said was, my favorite player was Aaron Rodgers. I modeled my game right. after Aaron Rodgers. We talked about the off-platform throws and all of that. You know what Aaron Rodgers does better than anybody in the history Not of football? Not throw interceptions. He protects the ball. The ball. Yeah. And so if I'm Zach Wilson, that's the one thing I want to take from Aaron Rodgers, that we see all the flash and the talent, but he doesn't put the football in harm's way, and that's why he's the two-time reigning MVP. You guys are the best. Happy Halloween, Rex Ryan, RC. I so appreciate you doing this with me every week. It was a great morning today. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. As we continue, my takes. Plus, Hembo went to the wedding, and thus we will mock him mercilessly. That's on the way. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast.
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greenies takes. All right, every Monday, uh, I look back on the day in the National Football League. I just spent two hours on TV, and I never get a chance to give an opinion. So I'm going to tell you the top five things I saw in the NFL yesterday. Number five. Uh, the Jet fans need to stop talking about the pass and the, uh, the roughing the passer call yesterday. They make that call in the NFL every freaking week. And the reality of it is, while that did change the game in every way, that they should not have allowed that to be the reason the Jets lost yesterday. They still had the lead. They still had the lead at halftime. And the reality is, Zach Wilson gave that game to them. Bill Belichick coached that game like a guy who knew the other team is better. My quarterback isn't any good at all. This, is, this was the way Belichick coached this game. I'm just going to sit back, not let them run it no matter what happens, and, and let Zach Wilson give us the game. And that is exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. So, yes, does the call change everything? If that game is 17-3 late in the second quarter, was that a totally different game? Of course it is. Was that frustrating as hell? Of course it was. But we can't talk about that because that's just pro football in this day and age. 
Ask everybody in Atlanta how they feel about it. Ask uh, Every team in the league has had one of those calls go against them, and we had it yesterday in the second quarter in a game that was still unimaginably winnable, and our quarterback just handed it to them. So that's what yesterday was about, much more than the call. Number four. Justin Fields is getting it. I'm starting to think he's going to be the best quarterback in that class. Again, we just we talked about it on TV this morning. Trevor Lawrence, in the order in which they were taken, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and if you want to include Davis Mills, who was a third-round pick who has been the starter in Houston. Right this minute, if you have to project which one of those guys is going to be the best, I think you would take Fields. Now, we've seen flashes from Trevor Lawrence, and I, I, no one wants to give up on him because – the upside potential of him was so high. Zach Wilson, I believe, still has that upside potential. He, the talent is extraordinary. I mean, he throws the best ball of any quarterback I've ever seen the Jets have. Trey Lance, the only grade you can give him is obviously incomplete. Mac Jones, it's been up and down. Davis Mills doesn't have a chance. Justin Fields, the last couple of weeks, is starting to get it. I don't know. I, I, I think there's a real chance the Jets and the 49ers are going to look back at this as the year they didn't take Justin Fields. We think that Cowboys defense is pretty good, don't we? They're very good. Well, Justin Fields yesterday had a QBR of 73 against him, scored three touchdowns or produced three touchdowns. No quarterback this year against Dallas has done either of those things. He played the best game that any quarterback has against the Dallas Cowboys this season. Yeah, it's, it's still somewhat limited, but part of that, at least, is in the limitation of the talent around him. Now, I think they're going in the right direction in Chicago at quarterback. Number three. Uh, the Packers should trade for Devontae Adams. Uh, the, 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 that is a trade. Who says no? Devontae Adams had literally got shut out yesterday. He had three yards in a game in which the Raiders got shut out by the Saints, who've been awful all year long. The Packers are done. I mean, hopelessly out of it. They should get Devontae Adams back. Who says no? You give them a bunch of compensation. The Raiders should take it. They're done. They have no chance in the AFC. What are they, 2-5 and five now, right? So they're, they're out of it. And the Packers are falling out of it, but Devontae Adams is the one guy who could save it. There is one way to save the Packers' season, and it is Devontae Adams. Who's done a worse job coaching their team this season, Josh McDaniels or Nathaniel Hackett? All right, do you want to include Matt LaFleur? I mean, I... I the Packers, last night is not a game of which they should be ashamed. That, that's a game everyone's going to lose this year at Buffalo. I actually thought there were some encouraging signs from Green Bay last year. But they went through the winnable part of their schedule and lost all of their games. <laughs> now, the Packers, I, I think Matt LaFleur is someone that comes under some question as well. Nathaniel Hackett goes without saying. And Josh McDaniels, this is a brutal, brutal start for him with the Las Vegas Raiders. Greeny's takes coming out of the NFL yesterday. Number two. Christian McCaffrey is going to be the MVP of the second half of the season. He, he won't win the MVP award. And the one concern with McCaffrey is he has proven to be injury prone. And, and so you're just worried that he's going to get hurt because the usage could be very high. But he can do everything. And yesterday he obviously literally did. He threw a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, caught a touchdown. He's the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005 ever to do that. And he just makes that offense look unstoppable. And they were doing it without Debo Samuel yesterday. By the way, Jimmy Garoppolo played great yesterday. The touchdown he threw in the back corner of the end zone to Greg Kittle is a great throw. So, did I say Greg Kittle? I do that all the time. Of course, it's George Kittle. Greg Kittle was a designated hitter 
No, that was Ron Kittle. Who am I thinking of? Who's Greg Kittle? <laughs> Stand by. Well, it doesn't make any difference. The point is, I, I, there was a baseball player that I covered named Ron Kittle, right? Or what was his first name? Ron Kittle. On the White Sox. Uh-huh. Okay, so I, for some reason, I always get his first name wrong. I don't know why. His name is George, and he's great, and he caught a touchdown in the back corner of the end zone <laughs> yesterday. So Christian McCaffrey, is, I, I believe he makes the 49ers the biggest threat to the uh, to the unbeaten Eagles in the NFC. We know when he's on the field. This is a Hall of Fame back. Greeny, for his career, he averages 113 scrimmage yards a game. I'm going to read for you the entire list of players to average more, okay? The entire list looks like Go. This. Jim Brown, Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders. That's it. That's the whole list. And now him. And now him. And McCaffrey is that good. And he's basically been on mostly bad teams throughout his career. And now he's got the mad scientist calling up the plays. I, I, the, McCaffrey is going to be brilliant the second half of this season. Number one. And then finally, number one, I think Geno Smith deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I'm, I'm not sure right now he doesn't deserve to be at the top of it. You know, I mean, I think right now most people would say Josh Allen is the leader for that award. And he'll probably win it because his team is probably going to finish like 15-2. and two. But the truth is, he's had some bad games. Like last night, he didn't play particularly well, and his team is so good. Right, Geno Smith's team is not so good, and they're winning, and he's playing out of his mind. Like, and, and if you watch him, I watched a lot of that game yesterday. He's playing the Giants. He was tremendous, and they dropped balls. I mean, Tyler Lockett dropped famously a, a touchdown right in his hands yesterday. Geno Smith is, is playing at least statistically, and if you watch him, he doesn't run much. But when he does, he's very effective. He's very fast. And Geno Smith is is right there with the top candidates for MVP in the league as of right now. No one. Can you even look up what his odds were before the season? Were there odds on Geno Smith? Probably not, but I will try to find them. I'm sure they were infinitesimal. Yeah, I mean, a, a trillion to one. <laughs> you could bet a dollar on that before the season. And if you win, Jeff Bezos has to give you all his money. Like, that's how <laughs> unlikely this was. And it still probably won't happen. Those are my takes, my top thoughts coming out of the NFL yesterday. Don't forget the World Series on ESPN Radio. Uh, game uh, three is tonight. It's presented by AutoZone, 7 Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. All right, we got the hashtag crew here today. I will let each of them give you a take from their respective games yesterday. Nuno, I'll start with you. It was the Giants, your Giants, who were playing against Geno yesterday. What was your number one take coming out of Giants-Seahawks? Just the fact that it cements that they don't have the talent to overcome, you know, mental mistakes, right? Richie James, two fumble, special team, uh, special team fumbles. You can't. They were in that game like that. Those two changed the game, and you can't overcome that because you don't have enough talent, and they have no wide receivers. He's uh, Daniel Jones has no one to throw the ball to. Should so. they trade for Elijah Moore? <laughs> I mean, I don't, as talented as he is, he is a headache. Like, that's what concerns me. My think is, hey, Carolina, that was a bonehead play by DJ Moore. You should punish him. Send him to, uh, to the Giants. He, he, would, um, he would change the Giants. He, he would be so overwhelmingly. Like, I was trying to find someone to play in Daily Fantasy yesterday from the Giants. I'm, I tried Wandale Robinson. Bupkis. I mean, just nothing. Um, they have no passing game. I mean, just none because he has no one to throw to. Uh, hashtag Bubba is in a better mood today. His Cowboys beating the Bears. Dak is back. He's wearing the Dak jersey today. What is your take from Dallas, Chicago yesterday? 
Yeah, feeling good. Like I said, these uh, two games before the bye, I looked at uh, kind of preseason games for Dak to kind of get back into rhythm with the offense, and I feel like he's there. The offense looked far better this week than they did last week. So, you know, against a a pretty good Bears defense, they they look solid. So I was definitely happy with that. Pollard. Obviously, was amazing. Uh, Jerry still wants Zeke in there, but whatever, that's fine. And the defense was continues to be unbelievable. So yeah, feeling real good. Got a bye coming up, and then two road games against the Packers and Vikings. Packers, they should win that. And then the Vikings will be that'll be a huge game on the road. So that'll be a good test. And uh, but yeah, feeling feeling real good. I mean, compared to where we were in Week One, I can't believe we're saying any of these things. I thought the season was over. So you know, incredibly happy where we are right now, and they play great. And and rightfully so. It, it, the thing with them uh, here is um, with the Cowboys and Jerry talking about oh Zeke, we're going to go where Zeke takes us. That when he was talking about a quarterback controversy, that's a big deal. In my opinion, there's no such thing as a running back controversy in the NFL. There is plenty of room for both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard to be difference makers for that team. Yeah, the I'm rest fine of with the them way. both getting carried. Absolutely. Yeah. Zeke will do his thing. When Jerry talks about uh, pass protection, like Zeke has, is genuinely excellent at that. Um, and Pollard is now their explosive back. Like that's what they have is a really good one-two punch, and Dak looked yeah. good yesterday. So there you have it. And then you got Hembo over here with a smug look uh, on his face. Do we have to? His Eagles are unbeaten. A.J. Brown had three touchdowns in the first half. What is your take on your Eagles? Well, Jalen Hurts this season, Greeny, has thrown the ball 212 times, run it 79 times, and turned it over two times. This morning on Get Up, Dan Orlovsky said he's the best decision maker in the NFL right now. I tend to agree. Those are the only two turnovers the Eagles have had all season. The Eagles have two turnovers. They forced 16. They're plus 14 in that area. In that area, excuse me. No team in the NFL um, is more protective of the football and does not beat itself better than the Eagles do right now. A.J. Brown has been a singular difference maker for Jalen Hurts. If there's one pick I got right before the season when I did my preseason picks, I don't remember all of them. I'm sure Nuno has them or we have them written down somewhere. But I I know I picked Nick Sirianni to be the coach of the year, Mm -hmm. and I feel really good about that pick now. A, they're unbeaten, but B, like the development of this quarterback, what you're seeing in Philadelphia right now is so reminiscent to me of what we're seeing in Buffalo. And I don't, I don't know that Jalen Hurts is going to wind up being as good as Josh Allen, but frankly, I don't know that he isn't. Like, Jalen Hurts, the trajectory is unbelievable. And the way that he has been developed there, I always say this about Buffalo and I'll say it about Philly. This is an organizational success story, and the result is the Bills and the Eagles are the two best teams in the sport. Have you happened to peek at the Eagles' upcoming schedule, by the way? Well, I remember before the season I said their first nine games they could easily be. I said seven and two. I obviously greatly underestimated, so I know they have two more games that I deemed winnable before it started. They play the Texans on Thursday night. That's a win. They host Washington the week after. Yeah, they should certainly win that, so that's nine and zero. Then they go to Indy. It's ten and zero. Then they host the Packers. Hmm, that's 11-0. Then they host the Titans. That's not easy, obviously, but, but okay, keep going. Then they play the Giants on the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find the game that they're going to lose. Then I the mean, Bears on the road. Are we starting to, I mean, do you think that right now I'm trying to think of which of the 72 Dolphins are, are Bob <laughs> Greasy and Mercury Morris and those guys, Larry Zonka? Are they starting to get a little worried? I'll tell you what. FPI says there's only one game in which the Eagles are an underdog the rest of the season. Well, they have to go to Dallas, That's right? That's the game. Week 16 at Dallas. Okay. That's the game. Huh. All right. Well, look. I mean, we'll see what they wind up doing. But um, the, 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 the Eagles right now are looking awfully good. There's just no other way to say it. <laughs>
Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. A very happy Halloween from the hashtag crew to your crew. We got lots working here. Uh, you know, we played a Tyler Lockett soundbite early in the show today, and, and I want to play it for you again. And I think it's only fair that we uh, point out his explanation of it. So again, Tyler Lockett. After not only did the Seahawks win again yesterday and Geno Smith continued to be brilliant, but there is this very, very noticeable moment. We, we really spotlighted it well on Get Up this morning where Geno Smith throws a touchdown to Tyler Lockett. He's wide open. He just drops it. Tyler Lockett, a very uncharacteristic, terrible drop. And then there's a moment you see on the sideline where Geno is not only like consoling him, but literally like forcing him to look him in the eye. Like they're clearly having a conversation and he goes right back to him, and he catches it, and they win a big game. And after the game, Tyler Lockett says... Uh, well, I think the biggest thing is um, it's amazing what we can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. So there's no way the whole world is not going to jump on that and assume he's juxtaposing the team now to what it was when Russell Wilson was there. Russell Wilson is famous for always wanting the credit. Uh, Tyler Lockett, for what it's worth tweeted people need to stop reaching i've said this quote like five to ten times since i've been in the league stop looking for a story and let us enjoy our team i guess i need that confirmed uh, if, if indeed he did say it repeatedly while russell was there that's fine I'm, there's been more than enough russell bashing i mean russell wilson we live in a world now where everything is to the extreme right and that encompasses almost every element of our lives well beyond sports but it could not just go from Russell Wilson is not playing well and Russell Wilson's leadership has come under question. It had to go to Russell Wilson is the biggest bust of all time. The contract is the worst contract ever, and he's the worst leader ever. Those things most likely are not true. The truth is it's been a bad start in, in Denver. He's not playing well. He had the big drive yesterday, but he still wasn't great. He's not been great. The contract looks a little scary. The coach looks like he has no idea what he's doing. And there is a lot of reason to worry about Russell Wilson's leadership style because a lot of what 
people would say about him quietly in Seattle is sort of coming back to roost. That's a fair way to describe what's happening there. I make no apologies for saying it, but I think it's only fair if Tyler Lockett says, hey, that's not what I meant, that we should point out that he says that's not what he meant. Again, Gino right now is an unbelievable story because he's playing right this minute better than Russell Wilson. I don't mean better than Wilson is playing now. I mean, he's playing as well. What do the numbers say? Is he playing as well as Russell Wilson ever did? Right now, Geno Smith is the most precise quarterback in the NFL. He leads the league in completion percentage. He's the only quarterback in the league who has been off target on less than 10% of his throws. And he's not just thinking and dunking. He's got 10 touchdown passes thrown at least 15 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. No quarterback in the league has more. And right now, he's quarterbacking the number four offense in the sport. On one occasion in, in a decade, with Russell Wilson as their quarterback, did they rank in the top five? Geno Smith right now is as good as Russell Wilson ever was. Ever. That's not something that I don't think any of us ever expected to hear or to say. Uh, I'm going to make it some unsolicited advice coming up off the top of the hour. Zip Recruiter, by the way, makes it easy to hire for even the most specific role, like a mascot in Missouri. In fact, four out of five employers find a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, I'm ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. I'm going to go to a green light here, and I'll save my unsolicited advice on trade deadline eve uh, for the top of our next hour. But first off, uh, Hembo is back. Obviously, your Phillies split the first two games of the World Series, but I can confirm, and we talked about this a lot in your absence Thursday and Friday, Anuno, that Hembo did indeed attend the wedding of his wife's friends on Friday night and did indeed have to tend to the babies, little Michelle and the other one, that they did indeed bring to the wedding and thus did not get to enjoy in any meaningful way his beloved Phillies, by far the most important sports team in his life, where they come back for the ages in game one of the World Series, down 5 nothing against Justin Verlander. They came all the way back and won in unimaginably dramatic fashion while Hembo was out there doing a chair dance. I don't know. Was this a Jewish wedding? It was not. Maybe not a chair dance, but was out there doing the hokey pokey or whatever it is that you Gentiles do at these weddings these days. (laughs) And then home feeding Michelle or the other one instead of watching all of the drama. I hope you are as ashamed of yourself as you should be. I'm not proud to admit it. All the things that you just said were true. I was literally dancing, Gentile style, on the dance floor, holding my cell phone with a grainy stream of the World Series. All these, uh, all our friends at the wedding were trying to pull the phone out of my hand, pull me onto the dance floor. It was excruciating. A lovely wedding. Obviously not where I wanted to be. But perhaps most dangerously, Greeny, when JT Realmuto hit the go-ahead home run in the 10th inning. I was feeding one of the girls, I'm not sure which, it was dark in the room, at the time, which was a bad idea because I made an exclamation and with you know, holding this precious cargo in my hands, it could have been a very, very dangerous thing. Luckily, everyone was okay. I think I've told you this story before, but when my son, Stephen, was about that age, I mean, he was literally weeks old. No, so he's younger. He was younger than, than uh, your twins are is a game, sort of a famous game. The Jets were playing the Bears late in the season, and the Jets were good that year. This is the, the December of 2002. He was born December 10th. And this is the game where Wayne Corbett caught a pass, trying to get a first down, and literally at one point turned fully upside down and fumbled, and the Jets lost the game. And I was obviously unhappy 
And Stace, in trying to keep me calm, literally hands me the baby. And, and, and that was a terrible idea because now I almost exploded from within. Like if it's possible to spontaneously combust, what she was missing in that moment was that I needed to let all of the anger and energy out from inside of me. And instead, I'm holding on to this baby. Does anyone do you have the date on that game? Yes, it was uh, December 15th. It was December 15th? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Stevie was five days old. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was born December 10th. Yeah, he was born on a Tuesday. So December 15th would have been a Sunday five days later. That, that, that is what happened to me. Nuno, how are we going to, like, in what way are we going to remember the fact that Hembo went to this wedding instead of watching his team play in the World Series? He's in... 15, 30, 40 years from now, when he tells this story, if they come back and and people ask you, Hembo, where were you? And he was like, I was at a wedding. Like, that's what it's going to be. If they win this series, that is going to be, oh. be part of your legacy that you had to be, that your wife dragged you to a wedding. Oh, I agree. Oh, and we got other events coming up here, too, by the way. So uh, game four is tomorrow night. Uh, there's a bar mitzvah I would like you to attend. Oh, uh, I know you'll go to that if told. Um, you know, we may have... Uh, Uh, Any number of other events that you need to attend rather than watch these games. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.